Point guards have been engine of teams in the NBA, and usually it takes longer time for them to grow compared with other positions. However, that seemed to be changing in this era as more young, promising floor generals began to play a key role on their franchises before even finishing their rookie contracts. Welcome back to CGTN Sports Talk. I am Li Xiang, and I'm glad to be joined by my colleague Matthew here. Hey, hey. Hey. So we have a list of six players here, and before we name them, my standards for selecting these guys were first, you need to still be in your rookie deal. So no Luka Doncic.、Uh, okay, I was、yeah. wondering that. And second, you must be either an All Star, or Rookie of the Year, or named for the All Rookies first or second team. Yeah, that's why I came up with these six guys. First is John Morant, who I think he's already beyond the、uh, definition of newbies, because、yeah. he's,、uh, if I remember correctly, he was once top two in the MVP voting last season.、Mm-hmm. But do you consider him as a traditional point guard? What is traditional point guard? Do we have any traditional point guards、uh, anymore? Say today,、yeah. I think we still do. But、Ooh. like、uh, Chris、today. Paul. Yeah, well, that's one, but he's kind of old. I I would say、um, Tyrese Halliburton is a talent traditional. for traditional point guard, like、okay. John Stockton, that kind of guy. Yeah, but I mean, okay, in today's NBA, which who would you consider to be like、uh, Tyrese Halliburton? Okay, yeah. So just like him and Chris Paul. Yeah. So so we have, so we have two or Darren <laughs> yeah or Darren Fox Darren Fox yeah. Or John Wall in his healthy form. Yeah, when he's actually on the court. Uh huh. Yeah. Say three years ago. Yeah. yeah. Like, when's the last time John Wall played? Three years ago. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So does he? Does John Morant strike you as a traditional point guard? No. No. But he he used to be this to into that category to me when he was in college. He was. The first and only one in NCAA history to get twenty points and ten assists per game. Maybe in college, but I mean, even in college, he. A lot of the stuff we're seeing now from him, like the explosiveness, the scoring.、Mm-hmm. Um, I would almost say he's more of a score first point guard. Oh yeah, now he yeah he he definitely yeah. does yeah, and um, I mean in college he was like that too, but I, you know, he's just taking it up another notch in the NBA. But、uh, but of course. It's kind of hard to tell sometimes because in college you're playing in a system that might not allow you the flexibility to score whenever you want to. He still got over twenty points. Yeah,、though. jack up threes whenever you feel like it and stuff、mm-hmm. like that, right? So sometimes guys get to the NBA like, wow, we didn't know he was this aggressive. Oh, that's right. Well, he was playing with Coach K.、Mm-hmm. You know, you <laughs> yeah, you weren't allowed to do that when you were under that system. So yeah, definitely not traditional.、Mm. I remember I said this in his second year that. The way he played reminded me of Derrick Rose. I had a little hope. I didn't really expect it to happen that he may break or match Rose's record of being、mm-hmm. the youngest MVP in NBA history. Yeah. Apparently that didn't happen. But what do you think between him and Rose in 2011? Who is better? Is Morant already as good as Rose? I would say Morant. Morant is better than MVP Rose. Yeah. Can you tell me why? But Morant's just better. I mean, okay, if. The fact that Rose won the MVP,、mm-hmm. you know, he has that credential. People are always going to say, "Well, he was MVP that year." Yeah. But if you look at John Morant's stats and you look at the way he led his team, right?、Mm-hmm. Second best record in the NBA last season. True. Right. 
They won a division title for the first time in franchise history. Mm-hmm. Though they're a young team. Yes, very young, very young team too. Mm-hmm. I mean, he could have won MVP, and then we wouldn't even have the discussion if he, you know, that's true. Was, yeah. <laughs> no, His was, team ran higher yeah. than the MVP's team. You know what I mean? So, without getting that award, we have the discussion. But honestly, he he could have won it, and I don't think many people would have argued with it. That's true, right? Um, but, but he missed a lot of games. He did. Yeah. He did. But he led his team to a position that Derrick Rose didn't at that point in time. Yeah. And so that's one of the big things, I think, for me, hmm. besides the stats. So in third year, both in the third year, actually, uh, according to our colleague here, John Moran is better than Derrick Rose. Yeah. That's very yeah, yeah, yeah. wild. I'm putting it out there. Cool. You heard it here. Yeah, we will keep first. it first. Yeah, we will keep Probably it on record. Probably not first, but yeah. Well, you heard it here first in China. I think so. Okay. <laughs> oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. So our second guy is, again, another all-star, uh, Darius Garland, who was playing for the Cavaliers. Uh, the other five, by, by the way, uh, except John Moran, the other five never made the playoffs. Yeah. But the Cavaliers were close, and Garland was their... Let's just let's just say floor general. He wasn't even in the all rookie team, I remember, but he grew really fast, and yeah. he actually beat the uh, beat Colin Sexton for the bigger role in the Cavaliers. How do you, what what comments do you have on Garland? Because he apparently is a different player from Morant. Yeah, he's definitely a different player. Mm-hmm. Is he a traditional he, point guard? I have to bring that I would up say, every time. I, well, I mean, I would say more so than than John than Morant. John Morant is, yeah. yeah, and what Cleveland's putting together is just they Another have a good team. squad. Yeah. yeah, they look good, man. I, I and he's clearly a cornerstone of that young roster they have there. Mm-hmm. Um, with uh, what's the guy's name they drafted last year? Oh, um, uh, Evan Mob, Evan, Evan Mobley. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 With him. Dude, those two guys, um, they have a good, they have a good roster. They do. They're they're gonna be good in the future. Mm-hmm. But yeah, have, Garland, Garland's playing great. Garland, yeah, he is. Uh, I mean, usually he's a pass first guy, but I think as the season came to an end, when the Cavaliers were trying to fight for a spot in the playoffs, mm-hmm. they had to rely on him to score because that's what Mobley did. Yeah, and then he could score, but the thing is, he could do only one thing the best, either orchestrating or scoring. Should he is he able to combine both in the future? It's still early, and it's such a young team too. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. The thing about Ja, Ja, like uh, the reason why I think he's the best on this entire list mm-hmm. is because he's the you know. He's the only one who was he's, he's, named for the All-NBA team. Yeah, one. and he's just the unquestioned leader of that team. Oh, yeah. You know, like, yeah. there there are no questions about who was leading the Memphis Grizzlies. Mm, definitely no. That's the guy. Yeah. And he's also the only guy on this list who I would consider to be a star at this point. Oh, not even Garland, who was also an All-Star? I would say Melo's more of a star than Garland. True, he was an All-Star, too. I, I, would, I, would, I think I would put... LaMelo. Yeah, I would put... Yeah, let me make sure I say love Mello, not just Mello. Well, we, we know who you're talking <laughs> okay, about. Okay, that yeah, Mello, yeah. okay. I mean, if I had to rank the star power, I would probably say Morant and then LaMelo. LaMelo Ball. For sure. Yeah, then uh, is LaMelo Ball all-star two? And again, the, the Hornets made the uh, play-in yeah, tournament play in both in. seasons and yeah. failed. Who does LaMelo Ball remind you of? Apparently, he's not a traditional orchestrator. No, he's very no. flashy. He's flashy, and 
Who does he remind you? He's what Charlotte needs, though. Okay. Because, like, being from there, Mm -hmm. like, going to see the Hornets, like, that's one of the teams you go see to see the other team. Yeah. Like. (laughs) Unfortunately, yeah. Well, I'm going to go see the, we're not like, oh, I'm going to go see the Hornets. Like, oh, I'm going to go see the Rockets. Mm -hmm. Or like, you know. I'm going to see the Lakers. Yeah. You know, they just, they don't have that star power. They don't, the team hasn't been that great. Just making the playing tournaments a big deal because Mm -hmm. they don't make the playoffs. True. And two, LaMelo Ball arrived. I mean, the biggest star they had before LaMelo was probably Kimball Walker. And do you think LaMelo Ball now is better than Kimball Walker? LaMelo's, I think LaMelo, even at this point in his career, is showing a higher ceiling than Kemba was at that point. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, he, anyway, he was the third selection that's already higher than Kemba Walker. Yeah, yeah. So things are looking up in Charlotte for sure. I mean, he won Rookie of the Year. He was an all-star. I mean, he did about everything you could do mm. in his rookie season. True. And he had those injuries, but, yeah. you know, that was terrible. I've been reading comments that though he, uh, he's more like a scoring first guy, but mm-hmm. when he was driving transition... He reminded many of Jason Kidd in his young years. I can see that. You know, I can see that. And they share the same shortcoming. When it has to be half-court offense, their role is kind of smaller because they're not like a defensive changing yeah. guy. Well, yeah, because well, half-court offense is when it slows down. True. And that becomes much more difficult. Mm. But, yeah, in the fast break, I can see that. I mean, he's, a, he's an excellent passer to yeah. be so young. Do some of these passes remind you of Magic Johnson? Maybe Pistol Pete. Well, oh. yeah, Magic Johnson. Oh, Pistol Pete, that's a good one. Magic yeah, Johnson, yeah. Pistol Pete Maravich, Jason Kidd. Uh, All fancy guys. Jason White Chocolate Williams. That is the unique one. Like, hey. no one can ever match. <laughs> no, no one can ever People match. People don't know about one. that guy, man. He was awesome. I mean, his passes were like, we have this story when – a lot of point guards went to God and tried to learn basketball. Uh-huh. He's the only one said God. God told him, "I have a hundred ways of playing basketball as a point guard." He said, mm, "No," and then he came up with his own ways. Came up with his- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's funny. That's Jason. That's yeah. him, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you don't know who that is, check him out on YouTube. Check oh, out yeah. his highlights on YouTube. That guy was awesome. That's true. And uh, if you have a heart attack, please take pills. Yeah, yeah. So these three are all all star guards, at least. But the following three, let's start with uh, Tyrus Halliburton, who was not an all-star, but who actually was one of my favorite young guards last season. So where would you rank Halliburton in this? Well, okay, so, I, I, I mean, I would say John Morant is obviously first on mm-hmm. And then LaMelo um, Ball. And then LaMelo Ball. Yeah. And then I would, I would go with Garland. Garland. So what would you do with the, the remaining? Well, you only leave me the fourth spot at best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What would you do with the remaining three? I think though? he is. He's not as good as the other three. Uh, but to be fair, this is only his third. Uh, last season was only his second year in the NBA, and mm-hmm. he was traded when he was in the Kings. He had to share ball with De'Aaron Fox, who I really don't think is as good as he is. So when he went to the Pacers, you truly see that this kid, his stats came to grow dramatically. Yeah. Yeah. Points went up, assists went up, three-pointers went up. Shooting percentage slightly higher, but yeah. Yeah, because, again, he, to me, is the traditional point guard in the young generation Mm -hmm. because he he doesn't do uh, cross-court passes like LaMelo. 
He didn't do those、uh, LeBron kind passes like I drive to the char, I I charge to the rim and no one could stop me. So they double team me. I pass kick it out. Yeah, I kicked it out to the three pointer, three point shooters. He was more like the guy. He slowed down when he entered the paint and then he looked. Yeah, that's why that's like you dribble, you look, and you made a safe pass. But so still, you would look at him being more. A slightly better half court point guard, I, whereas I do. do. Lamelo would be a much better fast break point guard. Yeah, transition. And, yeah,、mm-hmm. the yeah. other thing he does a little bit better than Lamelo is that when Halliburton could not find anyone to pass to, he could shoot long floaters,、mm-hmm. not just you know around the rim. He could do it at the free throw line. Yeah, those are, those are crazy.、Mm-hmm. But he could do it <laughs> as are, a second year guard. Those are crazy. But seeing those shots, it was like, whoa, this is. Whoa, whoa. Mm-hmm. That's why I always <laughs> wonder what it would be like if he plays with Stephen Curry, Nikola Jokic, and Bilita. Yeah, yeah, I was just gonna say Stephen Curry because Stephen Curry does that all yeah, the time. Floater shooting spot. But that's what you have to do when you're, you know, Steph Curry's only like six three.、Mm-hmm. He's t- he's taller. Yeah. Yeah. But again, he's thinner. What's Jaw? What's Jaw? Six two or six three? Something. I like think Jaw is at least six four. No. No. He grow up. I thought he was in like the six. I thought he was like six three. You sure? Okay, then six three it is. I'm gonna have to search this now. Okay, six three. Okay. Yeah, but is how? First, did the Kings make this the correct decision by letting Halliburton join the Pacers? Well, they, they treated him for a Sabonis. Yeah, because I mean they already had De'Aaron Fox. Is that the right so guy I, so to I, trust? I, Yeah, you know, I I think that's what they were thinking. Okay, because they were the kings. Yeah, we can bring in Sabonis. You know, he can stretch the floor. Yada yada yada.、Mm-hmm. But I, I mean, I guess that's what they were thinking is that we don't need both of these guys. Yeah. Then why didn't they just send But, Fox away? The Kings just seem to be like in perpetual rebuilding mode since like Vladi Divac. Like I don't understand what's going on. They already <laughs> they already、uh, have the I, longest I, playoff drought for themselves. I, I don't get it. I don't. I don't understand、yeah. what is happening with that franchise. Do they not want to be good? I don't. Maybe they, maybe they, they don't. But they don't want. They don't know the correct way. That that could be it. Yeah. I mean, it's obviously not a destination. I never、no. heard anyone say, "Oh, you know what? Let's go to Sacramento for vacation." Did anyone ever say that? No. Yeah. See, I've never heard anyone say、yeah. that. Never heard anyone say that about Cleveland either. But you know, they're making it better. Oh, they are, and they finally found the right way. Yeah. Yeah. So they could take note.、Mm-hmm. For the fifth and sixth one, I think we can talk about them together because they were both just finishing their first year. Kate Cunningham and Josh Giddy, both were unique players. Cunningham is、uh, first about his name. The Chinese translations there are two types of them.、Mm-hmm. Today, people chose the second one, which is much rarer because the first one sounds like he's a role player instead of a first selection. What is it?、Uh, the first one is. Cunningham that usually belongs to the name of a role player,、Cunningham. but the second one is more like unique and oh yeah now we know who you're talking about. You so said, how do you say the second one? Cunningham.、Uh, Cunningham. Yeah. Wow, Let's go with the second one. Okay. Because、yeah, when we were talking about first one, you were probably talking about someone、uh, who played ten years ago. How do you say that name in Beijinghua? I'm not local, so I wouldn't know. Okay. <laughs> I don't think there's a big difference, though. So, what do you think of these two? Because neither is very athletic, especially compared with the top three、yeah. we were talking about. But I think they have the potential to be great orchestrators. But you know, when when 
Cunningham came in, the thing about him was they always said he's the most complete yeah. player in the draft. Mm-hmm. Although like, not a three-point shooting. Yeah. They, well, they would always say, oh, he's the most NBA-ready or the most complete you know, player. But they would say that Jalen Green had maybe had the higher ceiling because of his athleticism. True. So, you know, I don't know. Is it is it a case where, you know, this is just who he's always going to be? 17.4 points per game, the five and a half rebounds. Were, yeah, they were good for a rookie, yeah. but not so good for a guy I'm quoting with the most complete skills, especially. Yeah. It's hard to tell if they're correct. And, and the number one draft pick. Yeah, when you're playing in a tanking team. But, you know, the thing is about the number one draft pick, you know, I think a lot of times people draft and, oh, this guy is going to be a superstar. But right. if you can get a guy who is a cornerstone that can, you know, last for – five, six, seven seasons, that's actually a pretty good draft pick, I would say, overall. Mm-hmm. And obviously you want to build around them. Like, you can't just have Cade Cunningham and, like, that's it. Oh, that maybe that's why they drafted a Jaden Ivey this year. Yeah, yeah. Who yeah. had everything uh, Cunningham doesn't. Exactly. So, you know, his shortcomings, they're finding those – they're finding ways to fill those gaps in, with other people. Mm-hmm. So maybe his numbers – I think his numbers will go up this next season um, unless he has a sophomore slump, uh, as people call it. yeah. But I don't feel like these numbers are so astronomical that there would be a slump necessarily. That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Is he going to lead the Pistons to make a difference this season? Because uh, I don't think they have a long-term plan for rebuilding. I think they want to win, maybe not at the moment, but they want to win before his rookie deal comes due. Yeah. they're. I mean, of course they want to win now, but mm. just look at the teams that they have to face in the East. Well, they don't have to play against the Bucks and Seven Sixers for a playoff spot. Yeah, but yeah. look at the. But I mean, to get to the Eastern Conference Finals, you would have to go through some the of those teams. Horn, oh yeah, that's true. At some point in time, you'd have to face one of them. Mm. Sometimes when one game decides everything. Yeah, it looks like the Nets are bringing things together. The Seventy Sixers are going to be better. The Bucks. The Bucks the are going to be better. The Hornets, Heat are going to be better. Pacers, the Hornets the are going to be better. Southwest. The Bulls are going to be better. Okay. Like I, you know, we are running out of. Yeah, spots it's like for okay, them. well, you know what, their division, whatever. But at some point in time, they're going to have to face those teams, mm-hmm. and they've all gotten better. Yeah. Now I, you just uh, deprived me of confidence in OKC and Josh Giddey yeah, in the Western well, Conference. Has Detroit improved to the point where they're a contender against some of the no. teams we just named? <laughs> no, they're exactly. years away. So, from so. That. Uh, so I don't I don't think he's going to lead them anywhere except to a couch mm. when playoff time comes. Okay, then what about Giddy? He is I want to say no offense at all, but the worst scorer of the three of the six. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. But does he have again the highest ceiling? Because he's a high guard. He's a tall guard. Yeah, yeah. He actually I think he became the youngest Mister Triple Double. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think so. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So what what is his potential? All rookie second team. Yeah, that's uh, that's not something you brag about, though. Well, you know what? With uh, the loss of Chet Holmgren, yeah, um, because that was supposed to be the you know a pick and roll duo mm-hmm. in OKC this oh, coming true, season, yeah. right? That that that's what they were setting it up for. You could even see in the. Um, the summer league, mm. um, when they played together, what they were trying to do with the two of those guys—it was impressive. Yeah. So, 
losing him is actually, I think it's going to be detrimental to Giddy as well. Yeah, obviously. And I thank so much for today. Thank you for listening. Hopefully, we'll be hearing from you guys very soon next week. See ya. Peace.